0: This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org party today. Hi, welcome to Past Yet Present. I'm Marilyn Kapp, spiritual medium and author of Love is Greater Than Pain, Those who passed share our need for love, understanding, and resolution. Together, we go from communication to collaboration. Welcome back to Past Yet Present. Last time we talked about gratitude, gratitude being the attitude, and for so many people listening, that feels like an impossibility with what you've been going through on the physical plane, and with the heartbreak and that physical feeling And yet, our out-of-body loved ones want us to have gratitude for the fact that instead of thinking that they're missing out on all the things that we projected for them or visualized for them, yes, things are different, but they are continuing to love, make friends, expand, learn about things, and of course, be connected to us. Our loved ones need us as much as we need them and of course for us like we said it's it's much harder because we're in the physical plane when we ask out there if our loved ones miss us they're very quick to say not in the same way that we miss them they're with us they're sitting on the couch next to us i love so many kids will talk about oh my brother was watching this tv show and i like this singer instead of that singer they're there they're enjoying but what we don't see Is that they're enjoying with us, that they're expanding? And isn't that what we want for our loved one, for them to be growing and happy? And of course, the gratitude for them is to know that we're expanding and happy. They do not want us to fold our hand, especially since, as we've already established, that it's the beauty of the world, the divine of divine consciousness and when we embrace it in the physical plane it raises our vibration so that we can feel them and they have a lot of gratitude when we do this so that they can get through and share their growth and what they're doing so we've talked to connor before and connor loves to show up and share with us well i'd like to introduce you to connor's mom deb hi deb Hi, Marilyn. How are you today? We are good. I say we because I'm sitting here with my eyes closed, but surrounded, <laughs> surrounded. And we, yes, yeah, so we're, we're, you know, I'll tell you something. Once you really know how it works, you're never really lonely. So <laughs> you have been through so, so much, of course, with Connor transitioning out. And yet you have an ongoing communication and relationship. Even this morning, he was with you. What, what would you like to share with everybody?
1: It's interesting. I think I've realized this week more than any other week that the biggest challenge since Connor passed is feeling straddled between two worlds. For a long time in the community I live in, I felt like I had to kind of toe the line and appear normal and not let my freak flag fly, so to speak. But uh-huh. I'm finding I, I can't focus on blending in anymore. I have to really embrace who I really am and who I really am is a person who believes my son is still with me and on the other side. So I find myself giving people these messages as a psychotherapist when I'm sitting in front of them and they're feeling hopeless or discouraged or they've lost somebody or they're feeling like their life is going nowhere. I I find hope um, from what I've experienced and knowing that there's more to life than what we see in the here and now.
0: I, I think that's miraculous. And that's everything they want us to know. See, I because I, I feel Connor and I channel him. And of course, you feel him and know too. It makes him so very happy when you're knowing this reality. And it's interesting about the straddling both worlds. I thought that Um, seeing out-of-body people and having them integrated in our lives was normal when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And eventually you learn that it's not and it's school and whatever, and you get bullied and you just, you learn to keep your mouth shut. Um, It's, it's interesting because I did the same thing and it felt a little, you know, it was, it was, it was such a dichotomy to try and separate the reality. And as an adult, you know, now, of course I don't. And I find that when you're willing to be open to it, like, it's so interesting, because you brought up so many things to unpack here. When you're open to it, and it's coming through you, it's available for you to help other people. And Mm -hmm. I find the more I allow my reality out, in whatever setting, it isn't like I'm you know, pushing it on anybody. But people are looking for that opening. People want that and are desperate for it and are looking for you to kind of okay it, legitimize it. Mm-hmm. Do you find that?
1: Yeah. And I find that I have an authority that I didn't realize I had. That ah. just by the mere fact people are coming to me, I offer them this gift and they're more receptive than they'd be if we met in a casual place somewhere else without them coming to me professionally.
0: Wow. I think it's really magnificent that you're allowing your personal journey. Obviously, I mean, anyone in any helping profession, you bring your heart and soul to it. But bringing that reality has to be opening up the reality for the people you're working with.
1: I I think so. I hope so, but I have to admit too, because Connor's been out of body for uh, three and a half years now, and um, I'm still scared at times. For some reason, I have this fear that I'm going to get run out of town for being a kook, (laughs) because we live in such a conservative community. And for example, I was getting my haircut, and I she was asking about my life and stuff, and it was first time I ever met her, and I told her about losing my son and. And I ended up telling her about you and that you connected us with Connor. And then at the very end, I forgot what, what I was saying to her. I said, you don't believe me in any of this, do you? And she goes, no. And she said, I'm a Christian. Ah. <laughs> and I went, okay. Um, okay. Oh, well, I can appreciate that. And, and now every time I go to her, there's this little barrier. But I think if she had walked into my office, that would have been different. Right. But All I right. do find I'm surprised at some at times how people won't allow other people to have their own ideas. You know, they won't just say, isn't that wonderful? They'll, they'll kind of judge you and then back off. But that doesn't seem to happen in the treatment office. And it especially doesn't happen with children or people that are really vulnerable and going through something hard. And they need to know that there's more than they're suffering.
0: Wow. I, it's the, the fact that you do what you do and you're in a position, like you said, of that authority and mm-hmm. being brave enough to go beyond what some people's belief system might be so that you can really help people on a soul level is magnificent. I mean, he's jumping around and saying, yep, yep, yep. He's, he's like, do you know, he sits with you in there and no. he loves it. And it's interesting because. The the last podcast we did, we were talking about having gratitude for their growth and their gratitude for our growth and being able to just raise the bar together and Mm -hmm. really bring it to people. It's, It's amazing because, well, Connor wants to talk about the fact that you're connecting with people. And... This hairdresser, even if she's not into it, and we can respect where she is with that, of course, Mm -hmm. it's in her back pocket if she ever needs it, if it ever resonates with her. We don't need to force anything, but Mm -hmm. the sharing is always, it's intended as a gift. The thing is that there are so many people, like you said, who are coming in, and Connor wants me to tell you something you don't see. (laughs) once this really starts going the way it does, and I've become, I became aware of this several years ago, they're networking out there. Well, I guess I was aware of it for a while, but I'm seeing it more clearly now. If, if you're talking to the hairdresser who might not believe in it, you can bet Mm -hmm. her grandpa's standing right there and loving her. And it's Mm -hmm. all about love. And that's okay. It doesn't have to be disparaging to anything that, you know, oh, Connor says the reason people don't believe in it is someone tried to appeal to their mind. Mm -hmm. Connor also said one of the most brilliant things I ever heard in my life. And he's showing me that Michaela is standing right next to him. And we'll talk about that in a minute too. And they're (laughs) laughing. But Michaela's mom is the one, like you said, who said that it's the awareness of the connection that is the connection. And Mm -hmm. Connor said he didn't know if he was going to pull out the big guns and talk about this. Although he was, he was chatting about it this morning. Um, He said something to the effect, and he he says he'll put it the way he wants to now. When people, he's changing it up a bit. But he says the first time he said it, it did have to do with 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 he was he he was in reference to church. But he's talking about anybody who appeals to the mind for a limitation. We tend to Mm overintellectualize. And Mm -hmm. he says, the smarter you are, the harder it is sometimes. Mm -hmm. But, oh, he says, here's the purity of what he said. When people start listening to divine consciousness, to God, to really hearing how it works, you know, the divine connection and that we all have it, people Mm -hmm. will no longer listen to the dictates of men. And then a lot of power is Mm -hmm. they're not going to have it. Mm-hmm. And when he said that the first time, um, we were in a group, actually, and there were a bunch of people talking and, and he came in and they were people he knows. One of our favorite author friends was there, Victor Villasenor, and who he knows and that he helped with Snow Goose with, mm-hmm. you know, Victor as an author, and he would do this beautiful event and he still does on um, the Sunday before, I didn't know we were getting into this. What is this, an ad, Connor? <laughs> He's laughing and he says, well, I was getting really into that. And he used to be the MC and talk, and he was very invested in this. And we were there and chatting with a few people. And Victor was talking about his, his latest book and the role of the church and all of that. And Connor came in and he said that, the reality, and of course, Spiritual seekers, there are plenty of people in every kind of church and mosque and synagogue and ashram who get it. Of course, there are. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. And,
0: you know, and of course, some of it in in all venues is misused for power. But Connor cut right through that when you understand that it's connection and love and it's divine and there's nothing, and he's adding this in now, there's nothing to shy away from or to back off from. But whenever Mm -hmm. anyone tells you that something isn't true, if it resonates for someone, it's not true. Of course, we're going to respect that. Of course, we Mm -hmm. are. Yeah. But so many people are pushed with the mind, and the soul, of course, wants to say something else or expand. And again, I'm respecting where everybody is. Mm -hmm. But Connor is making that comment, and I didn't know that we would talk about that today, But it's interesting. And he says, yeah, that's something that really does fascinate him, because all talk of God should be inclusive, because I'm here talking too. And every other kid and every other person out there, there is no death and there's everlasting life. Mm -hmm. And having everlasting life, and oh, dear, I just looked at him and said, Connor, you know, we want, we won't, yeah. He says, no, you're not talking. I was just going to say, we want to hear from your mom more. And I'm talking too much. He says, you're not talking. I am. So (laughs) might be my voice, but Connor is the one talking. He loves continuing to learn and expand. He loves the work you do. You know that he has, he says like the bones for it, so to speak. He's got the framework for it he He's commented before when he's he's channeled to you that he's been figuring it out here on the Earth plane, and there's a purity to him and a brilliance to him, and there always was and It mm-hmm. was as if he wanted to get to where he was going, but the process of getting there on the earth plane was was cumbersome he says there's too right. much red tape here when it's right. all about love and his access with you and getting to work with you he's delighting in it, and it makes him happy. And the Mm -hmm. fact that yes, you're missing him, and of course, grieving on the physical plane. But he's he's tapping on his chest. And he says, but the fact that you are so happy and delighting in his growth in real time, though it wasn't what he pictured and what you pictured, Mm -hmm. it's as if you are morphing into the reality, like you said, of you're living in this life with his reality. With him, he's mm-hmm. not pulling you away from life, yeah. but you have to engage in life more and more. He says, and you are the epitome of doing it, and it makes him so happy.
1: Oh, good! And he's hugging yeah. you
0: and wants you to explain how you can teach this to other people because their kids are trying to do the same thing, and mm-hmm. then he will tell you about his romance. So he says he's oh. dangling a carrot.
1: We already know. <laughs> he and
0: Michaela have been showing up together quite a bit. But this whole, it's its as if, he says, he's going to continue talking just for a minute. If he almost feels, he feels for you that, like you're like a dalliance into the spiritual, but of course that's not what it is. But it's, there's almost like this trepidation because of what people are taught and isn't the way of God all about spirit So if people tell you it's not, you know those people, it's fear.
1: All it is is fear.
0: Because they'll tell you over and over again, he says, not to get into a big religious discussion, but people will talk about passing through the light of Christ, and then they'll communicate Mm -hmm. that that Jesus and all of this, all of this is real and helping and guiding. Mm -hmm. So Christianity, he feels... It, 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 it envelops the great big brain we have, but it's really about the heart and soul. He also wants to say that that hairdresser, if her mind is there, and she can't acknowledge it, her heart and her soul still knows and love her anyway.
1: Right, right.
0: But there's a reason you're showing up again. There's mm-hmm. a reason. And it isn't that you're, you're going there trying to convince anyone. But mm-hmm. mom, our reality... Just being us changes the vibration of the world. And he goes, now you can (laughs) talk.
1: Yeah, that's funny. And I think like with the hairdresser, I felt like, well, maybe I should go somewhere else because I didn't feel, I felt uncomfortable with her because she also expresses some ideas that made me kind of uncomfortable. And both my husband and daughter said, go somewhere else. And I said, but she's five minutes away. She does a good job. (laughs) And it's quick. And now as you're talking, I'm realizing another benefit is I I see myself as planting seeds.
0: Exactly. That's what he's saying. If it's ever uncomfortable, where you feel crimped, maybe Mm -hmm. you shouldn't go. But it's interesting because he says, because he's there with you, Mm -hmm. that you kind of feel bad that she is limiting herself that way. But of course, you don't want to be judgmental. No, but it isn't about the judgment. He says that he feels that you see her fully, including Mm -hmm. how she feels about it right now. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Again, she didn't walk into your office to unwrap. No. But at the same time, you're walking into her space. And Mm -hmm. she is, he says grateful. Because Mm -hmm. even if she doesn't agree, and again, we're not trying to say, "Oh, you know, we get it, and other people don't. Nothing like that. But with this one person, it's almost a sense of responsibility that there's a comfort level with you for her own spirituality that she might not be looking at right now, and yet, mm-hmm. she loves having you come in, doesn't she?
1: I think she does.:
0: Yeah, yeah It feels it's- that way. Um, yeah. He says that he feels that she looks forward to it, which puzzles her because she feels like she has to limit herself. And yet, and again, you know what, it's with great respect that we look at where people are, Mm -hmm. and it isn't through, as you know, he's laughing and he's saying, Mom, you already know it isn't pushing anybody. It's just being yourself. So when you say you've decided to be full throttle who you are, you're gifting Mm -hmm. all over the place and not knowing how or why. But it's brave and you're living the reality that our loved ones out there are hoping we all evolve too, for all of our benefit. Mm-hmm. And of course, we're not judgy about when somebody isn't there. We've all been in different places always, you know, we're all, yeah. we're, we're all sliding scale on everything. hmm. Um, he he says you could feel him this morning. He wants to talk about that, some of the signs (laughs) and the things he brings in and how he makes you laugh because one of the fun things for you, and I identify with this too, I mean, I could be in a pretty serious situation and I realize now when I was a kid, this is part of the reason I was looked at as a crazy kid and bullied a bit, I'd start laughing out of the blue because I'm hearing things out there that other people don't hear. Mm -hmm. How is that for you?
1: Because I was saying the the gift of your friendship has taught me to trust when I have a feeling. And then I am realizing that the feeling is a message, that something's coming through. I'm realizing the feeling is telling me to listen and pay attention. And sometimes the car is the best place to do that. Yes, it is. And listening, I mean, with my ears too. So, like, Connor will do these things with me, like, stay on this station. I'm going to send you a song. <laughs> wow. And I was I was feeling really nervous, and he sent me a live version of Talking Heads, Psycho Killer. I don't know if you know that song, but it's um, really no, funny. We're, we're
0: a Talking Heads David Byrne family, <laughs> oh. and our kids would stand on the chairs at concerts as little tykes. I mean, they grew up on this stuff. <laughs> Love David Byrne. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. And so I was singing and dancing in the car heading to my blood draw appointment today. And, and, and then he sent me another song that was familiar. And the radio station I was listening to doesn't normally play those songs. Mm-hmm. So it was a rarity. And so that's how I really know it's him.
0: Yep. And they do, it's really interesting that you brought in, if you have something, you brought in so many factors. If you have something on shuffle, I've talked about this before, they'll pull the mm-hmm. songs. But if you're listening to the radio, you'll find yourself switching to the station and knowing to, st- it's, it's unbelievable when that happens and you realize how much networking they're doing, yeah. how they're yeah. drawing our attention. They're magical in that way. And mm-hmm. no, we're not puppets and pulling strings, but energetically they pull us to the joy and will automatically do things without realizing it. And I, I often say the thing about the, the car. We're distracted, we need to get somewhere, we're protected. It isn't like we're gonna run a light. We're we're able to watch what we're doing. But because we're in semi automatic and and again, still paying attention, they're able to get through in ways when we don't expect it, like, huh, you know, and they'll just chat away. Mm -hmm. And and they're often with us. Okay, continue. So then you got to your destination.
1: And and I'm stre- starting to stress out because I don't feel comfortable in medical places because of Connor's illness and eventual passing that a lot of the workers were wonderful and stuff. But I don't feel I still ha- I realize I have some residual trauma of from course. medical establishments. And so I get there and this woman's having a really hard time pulling up my my new insurance. And, and I was kidding with her, and I said, "It's it's personal, isn't it? It's just me." Oh. <laughs> and, she, and she said, "No, it happens to other people too." And I said, "No, it's artificial intelligence, and this is me to learn a lesson." And then I turned around, I saw something, and I looked up, and there's a light flashing. Wow! The, several lights on the ceiling, and this is the first. I don't think Connor's ever done this for me. Um, and and the weirdest thing is after the lady fully checked me in and verified my insurance, and she even gave me a, a advance directives thing, and I made a little joke about dying, and she looked at me like that wasn't very funny. <laughs> and then and then I sat down and the lights stopped flashing, and I just felt like Connor was saying, "Good job, mom."
0: <laughs> yep, yep. It's really interesting. He wants you to know and everyone to know that you know we vibrated certain frequencies electricity is you know they would manifest and just write us notes if they could but it's Mm -hmm. a different kind of energy so electricity is a higher physical vibration so they can play with that but it is harder than digital digital is much Mm -hmm. easier playing with the music is easier so playing with the lights that took a lot of physical energy on his end and effort but he also knew that you would totally get it. And he wanted to call in, he says, the big guns, because it is very traumatic. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's interesting. I'm getting that feeling. He's, he's allowing me, and this is how channeling works. I'll feel it in my body. Mm-hmm. That visceral feeling of going into that place. It's so beyond the mind. Every cell mm-hmm. kind of vibrates with the, you know. If you're feeling him right now, this is what he's doing. He's wrapped around you. Uh and he just went down to your right hand, and he's pulling on your middle finger. And he says, (laughs) you know what, that, it's in you, we're going to work on it. But F that, we're going to heal that stuff. But Mm -hmm. it's the way of acknowledging the physical, we have to acknowledge the physical, we Mm -hmm. can't pretend it's not happening. Mm -mm. So while you were having that feeling, so much in that place, he said he had to bring out more of the big guns to know. And plus, you can't, you know how difficult it would be to get a bird to fly in there? And plus <laughs> then they'd get all crazy and birdies, it has to be good for the birdie too. And it would not yeah. be good for the birdie to get trapped in a place like that because everyone no. would be in a panic. Although he says the birdie would probably try and land on the people that need it the most. Mm. But he says his choice of that, he's so happy you got it. And it was an effort on his part. And you actually when he sat down, you started to chuckle, yes? And he says, that's his everything. That's the communication. And he says, he just put his arm around Michaela and he pulled her in and he said, My pal here, her mom, she's the (laughs) one who keeps saying that the awareness is the connection. And it's such a a, he's saying, and Michaela's laughing, but he says, it's the greatest shortcut from the brain to the visceral, especially when you have those big, giant brains. He just showed like a monster with a giant Mm -hmm. brain in their head. And not a monster, just wonderful, but you've been trained so much. Your intelligence is so expanded, and it's so easy for you to rely on it. And then there's all the visceral. And you need to have all those wonderful things in your head so that you can take responsibility for your gut and your heart to allow yourself to mm-hmm. work with the people you work with in that way in everything you know, book reading life lessons everything you know is in your mind but it integrates with your heart and soul this is your mm-hmm. son telling you how it works mm-hmm. you know how mm-hmm. it works but he's talking about it to share it with everybody and so there's that integration you don't lose your mind because you're downloading information from out there there are a lot of people and we're not saying the hairdresser but he's like wink wink there are a lot of people who feel that they lose their logic and hence their mind If they start going to woo woo. And that great intellect, the smarter people are, the more difficult it is sometimes for a kid to get through. Mm -hmm. And for someone like you who's getting it and knowing it and feeling it and has collaborative communication so quickly with the work you do, he Mm -hmm. says, You can bet we're going to be wrapped around you and kids are going to come in and start aligning you with their parents or with their loved ones so that you can connect you see there's a whole bunch of networking going on out there to bring them to the therapist who gets it on a spiritual level and mm-hmm. can hear so that you can be a trigger just not you proselytizing or trying mm-hmm. to push anything on anybody but just your reality and being in your presence whether it's you know virtual or it's energetic whether it's in person or or virtual that energetic is an invitation Mm-hmm. and so he further wants to say do you want to say anything about that because he is ready to jump on to the next thing like crazy
1: so what <laughs> well, do you have just, to say since, about
0: this mob? is how he's putting since, it
1: since he passed i set up the entire office in fact since the pandemic i have the office almost all to myself like ninety eight percent of the 99 percent of the time so i i this this uh, these essential oils and I kind of say a prayer about the day and the people that come in there and may they feel safe and heard and seen and I invite you know I, I pray and I invite Connor and whoever to help me and I even re- recollect the very first day I went back to work I was with a mom and her son and I'd known the mom and been working with her she had her um, son who just got arrested and he'd been I think he was doing math or something, anyway. I think he might have been sober, but I felt, as you referred to Connor saying, the big guns coming through me, and I was speaking in ways that I didn't speak. I was, like, calling him out in really forceful ways and said, how can you do this to your mother? And I don't do that but I was being very confrontative with him. And I remember looking at his mother and saying, I think this is Connor.
0: (laughs) It it was
1: Connor. And the thing is, he says, he's laughing and he says,
0: mom, this is, I'm just saying this, but this is what I think. I think you felt that way too. And we just had to cut through all the, you know what? Yeah. And do it. And that's the collaboration. Mm -hmm. And do you you want to know that he heard you? He says he feels that kid heard you. Oh, good. And he's hugging you. And he says, and mm-hmm. you know, we've talked about um, Alan in the book, whose mom, Faye, went, went mm-hmm. into doing hospice after he passed, and how he walks into every patient with her. Mm. He's collaborating with you. And you know, it's, it's interesting. I think I started to say, or he started to say this, that he has the same talent. He, he feels, oh, he was talking about so much red tape on the earth. He Mm -hmm. feels that he would be doing similar work to what you're doing.
1: And it would have taken a
0: whole bunch of years and a whole bunch of angst. And he's not saying that's why he went out of body by Mm -hmm. any means. However, Mm -hmm. since he's out there, he's getting his degrees really fast processing. You know how it works out there. (laughs) Uh (laughs) And he does feel that he can collaborate with you appropriately Mm -hmm. and with a high vibration, but also through... You, you are the mm-hmm. medium with the intelligence and you know the rules and you're never going to step out of line to something that's not appropriate. No. And yet, didn't you feel that your heart was integrating with your mind and then your soul spoke? That's yes. how he's putting it. Mom, do you know how that makes me feel in terms of collaboration? See, we're talking about how grateful they are. How grateful they are. Now, Something is going on here, and I, is it being picked up? Probably not. And right now, there's some news, hap- n- news, noise happening out there. The news about the noise is he says it's probably not getting picked up. But Connor says that the timing is impeccable. He's calling it static. Mm-hmm. And he wants us to remember that if we're living in the spiritual world and the earth plane, straddling both worlds, We're going to have static sometimes on both ends. Sometimes you're going to be driving along and downloading or with a patient and downloading. And he says, and sometimes the world will interrupt like, oh, somebody just cut you off and you noticed it. And it's like, oh, gee, where am I going now? you won't lose that. Your attention will be here. But sometimes the static of one vibrational plane will pull you towards it. And that mm-hmm. integration is okay. And just now that the the gardener noise that they're making somewhere out there just got a lot lighter. And he says, yeah, we don't need that now. I wanted to use that. He says, I'm not bringing a bird into the office where they're recording because the doors closed or else I would. He's, he's <laughs> having fun with the birdies. But the thing is, this this noise in the background, and again, I don't think it's being pe- picked up on our recording, uh-huh. but to be aware that there's going to be static to pull you back, he says, not only to what other people are thinking or their reality, but to your own reality before you needed it to be this one. Some of mm-hmm. us are open and are feeling it from other people all along. Some people and some of you who are listening might not even think about it until you need because the person you love so much is out there. Mm -hmm. And so even your own mind can give you static and not allow you to feel what they're doing, which is why he wants to repeat awareness is so important. And the connection is there. If you are not sure of that connection, just go, hey, yep, okay. There's a lot of static happening. But let me make a little space and that's all you need to do for the intention. And he wants to bring it back to this kid who was sitting in your office. And he says, there was space there. You Mm -hmm. got in because that space was created. And that's why I could gauge and you would never go outside the appropriateness of what you do, because that's what you do in your soul and your brain and every part of you knows. Mm -hmm. But going a little further out, then what you might say him pushing you to do it is because he's gauging. And he understands kids who are not thinking straight sometimes, you know, I could not that I I identify with what he's been doing. Mm -hmm. But I identify with the not knowing and the confusion. And I really thought he needed that kind of direct little kick, you know, where, but not hard, just in consciousness, not in judgment, but in consciousness.
1: Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. and together our collaboration helps people mom and it makes me really happy
1: oh good and and it's funny because i want to say too that and he had me dropping lots of f-bombs of course he did because he loves that he's (laughs) hilarious (laughs) and the kid kept looking at me like what what the? yeah what the f right but his mom was looking at me like that too because she kept going you're not the same
0: person I used no, to but to Connor says the reason it came out of your mouth
1: is mm-hmm. because
0: this kid is listening to a lot of people droning at him. That's how mm-hmm. he hears it,
1: mm-hmm. and you
0: cut through all that you know what <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, and, and I'm comfortable with that language too. I'm just you know he's laughing, we're cleaning it up for the podcast in case it offends anybody, but you know what? <laughs> he says that the kid could hear him and you know, I've talked before about um, years, years. Oh God, over 20 years ago, I, I was channeling for Grandma, and um, her granddaughter had been. Well, she she wanted to channel to her grandma, but every word was something you would not repeat to a grandma. And I kept mm-hmm. thinking, I'm. You know, I looked at her and I said, "Listen, I, I can't. I, I I I'm just." She said, "Yeah, repeat what she's saying." And she let let loose with a mouth. And the grandma starts crying, that's my baby. Okay, so we have to go with what works. And he says that it worked for this kid because it startled him. And it was that knee-jerk reaction startling that got his brain out of the way so that Mm -hmm. his soul could hear you. Mm -hmm. And otherwise, we'd have to kick his you-know-what a whole lot more. And we didn't have to, Mom, because sometimes (laughs) it was just what the doctor ordered. Now... Just what the doctor ordered is what he wants to talk to you here. And it's what we talked about in our last podcast about being grateful for what they have. He's here mm-hmm. knowing and working with you and his dad and, and with his friends. And he's so active and loving everyone. Mm-hmm. You have gratitude knowing that he can pursue, we've talked about this, pursue the things he loves in his life. And he's pulling mm-hmm. in somebody he's referring to as a little sweetie pie. Michaela's been out of body. It's um, She's hugging me. I'm so used to her energy. She's been out of body five years, this this past April, 17. And um, they've been hanging around together because one thing I've come to learn, and I, I love this also because it happens in group meetings if you do go to grief meetings, those kids will start talking to each other and make friendships that they didn't have here. We might meet a parent that we didn't know, and we'll start talking about our kids. And the kids are like, you know, checking each other out. And, you know, well, because I channel so much, and Michaela hangs out quite a bit, and we've grown very close to her parents. And in fact, I know I've commented, I think there's there are a lot of similarities in how Connor says, let me do the talking now. Okay. So Connor says, we have so much in common. And a lot of it is, well, she's actually this, like, she's adorable. And she's, you know, there are all the things that make the heart rush the same way as in body. They have, Mm -hmm. they've been crushing on each other a bit. And they're, you know, you can't play hard to get we're all out here. Uh, But they're having fun with each other. And it's developing. And it's a very deep friendship. And then he just looked at you and winked, and he's giggling because it looks like it's more than friendship, which is why our pal came in to talk about how basically he got married after being out of body. And it was that soul connection, and it mm-hmm. happened to be somebody his parents knows, and they're celebrating with him even though they can't see it. And mm-hmm. so he wants you to know, oh, he's laughing. He's always been in love with the idea of being in love, correct? Correct hmm yeah and yeah. he always wanted it and he always you know but it, he says sorting it out and figuring it out on the earth plane he says it's so much well i'm not going to say it's easier it isn't you know it, it has in body and out of body has its its challenges and your learning curve you can't really hide much out here mm-hmm. you know whether or not you resonate vibrationally Mm -hmm. And it's, I got an inkling of that this morning. He was talking about how he wanted to express that. And he said, here's what's interesting too. I feel like our parents vibrate in a similar way that even if they didn't know that we were hanging out together, they would resonate and get along and really kind of get it. And Michaela's laughing and she's saying, but now if we really look at it, doesn't it make sense? We're brought up a certain way. You know, it's they're, they're young adults when they went out of body, but they're growing. We're always still growing. But some of the beliefs and the realities and our comfort level with being out of body, this is Michaela, has mm-hmm. allowed us to expand in ways that, of course, we would be doing. But because of the access and the collaboration, all we want is for our parents to know we're okay. You know, Mm -hmm. it's interesting. I was talking recently about how, you know, people can be very excited about what we do out there, and hopefully, we're doing a whole lot of good in the world. But you look around, and the people you really want to be proud of—you know, that the the immediate people, the closest people—and it's so important. Connor is saying that they're sharing in the joy of the reality that's expanding. That a lot of people, like you know, the person you were talking about, who is not open to it. They're, they're not in that place to celebrate with them. And that's okay. And maybe she doesn't have the need, and that's just fine. Mm-hmm. But Connor is saying, for us out of body, and he has his arm around her, he wants you to celebrate that he's really pretty, F-F-F-F-F-F-F-ing happy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's hugging you right now, and he hopes you can feel it. And I just broke out into a sweat. My hands are drippy. I tend to do that. It's like, you know, God help you if you're in person with me. It's like I run a marathon, when I, but when I'm done, I'm very <laughs> drippy, as you know. The thing is that it's it's so intense, and it's intense joy.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: that might not be what you're used to downloading, because we're aligned on the physical plane. He is saying that we're aligned, that our joy is from watching These miracles take place. Our kid falls in love and they go Mm -hmm. to the next step or whatever they want to do or or not do. Yeah. But we take such joy in that. He says that one of the most grievous things for him is lifted because he can have those things. So he's not going without, but it would be sad for him if you're not in on it. And it Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that this is everyone's recipe, Mm Mm-hmm. But he not only knows that you're in on everything, he's able to come through and help others so they can be in on it, which is mm-hmm. basically your commitment to the world to do, to continue to help people, he says, in the way you help people. But because I'm out of body, our collaboration heart-wise will raise people up even more. And no, it isn't like saying, oh, yeah, okay, good, it's good. No, we still... Mm-hmm. Wish and want to hug, and all of that. But you and I, mom, we're going to make the best of everything. You know that. And Mm -hmm. we—you could be sad and go crazy and grieve and go. You know, just you know, don't kick the trees of the dog, and you wouldn't anyway. (laughs) But the thing is that as long as you balance and you're not in denial of what you wish was in the physical, Right, right? When you acknowledge that, mom, then you're open to see and feel and hear the reality that I'm not missing out. And you better effing tell my sister too, because she (laughs) thinks I'm missing everything because she loves love too. We're all in love with the idea of love. How could Mm -hmm. we not? You and dad, you know, how could we not? Okay, you're both crazy. Yeah, I'm your kid. I'm supposed to say that. (laughs) And I don't want to comment on any of the gross stuff either. But I love you guys. And you taught us that love is really the most important thing, even though it's really good to be smart, not stupid. Obviously, Mm -hmm. he goes, oh, Mm -hmm. God, I'm just running on at the mouth as if I'm not even on a podcast. (laughs) But I forgot, Mom, I forgot. And I thought I was just talking to you. And he's looking out at everyone going, well, all right. All right. I'm sharing it with all of you. And plus, I kind of love this girl. And she's giggling and making the like, oh, my God face. and, And they have that and they can have that. And it isn't a cruel trick that we can't see it. Mm -hmm. The beauty is that we can acknowledge and have gratitude for it. And like Michaela's mom, Carrie says, she wants to continue what her mom says about acknowledging. Mm -hmm. Awareness of the connection is the connection. And so Connor says, Mom, we're connected. And now mm-hmm. you're connected, and now you can feel that as part of my reality, in my joy. Yeah. And you don't have to get too bogged down. And he said, she said, and why did she not show up? And why did? Because it isn't that way. The way it is now, it isn't cat and mouse anymore. Because out here, the vibration—you can't hide. I almost said it. The, you, you know, the the you know, you you can't hide <laughs> all this. You know what? You either vibe or you don't. Mm -hmm. You either vibe or you don't. And you can feel it. And mom, she is so much fun. But she's really, really smart. And she really runs deep. And oh, my God, is she a little bit of a mischief maker and a trickster, (laughs) but in a fun way. And she (laughs) loves to laugh. You know, you guys used to think I was crazy. Sometimes he could be the real clown in the family. Yes. Oh, definitely. And he says she gets me and now she's hugging you. Because she's been coming around you too, when Connor does. Oh. And this is how we expand our families. Because mm-hmm. Soul Family always has some in-body and some out-of-body. And he says, when you get together with her parents, because he wants you to, because
1: mm-hmm.
0: what do you want to do when you, when you meet someone and you start falling in love? You want your parents' approval. It is right. so important to me that you meet them. And and
1: I want very much to meet them. And, you know, I'll
0: I'll tell you a little story about somebody. There was someone who um, he's been out of body for a while and um, years after. And he would channel to his mom. And he met somebody that he really cared about. And she happened to be a local girl. And he said, I am going to make sure you meet her. He just showed up because I don't remember these things. He's showing up just to tell you if you're worried about not having a connection that you're going to introduce. This is how it works out there. Mm-hmm. You know, this is how it works. She said she went to the cemetery to visit where her her son, you know, where, where that is. And she never gets lost. She likes to go there. It's her quiet place. And she goes and she talks. She got lost and completely disoriented and she's walking around. And then a woman comes up and she's completely lost and disoriented. And she said, I come here all the time, the other woman. In fact, it was the other woman who was even more lost. And she says, my daughter, she's, she's buried here, but I, I, I'm always, I don't know why I just get disoriented. And the woman that I had channeled to, whose son was out of body, she said, tell me about your daughter.
1: Aww. And the woman
0: described her, then showed her a picture, and then told her how she passed. And this woman's son had already given her all that information. Oh, wow. So she knew she was meeting the mother. And and the, this guy out there, he's, he's, he's crying. He says his mother mm-hmm. knows now the mother of who, and could she say it to her? No, she didn't. She didn't feel it was appropriate. But mm-hmm. she looked up and she thanked her son, Ryan is his name, for arranging this meeting. Because she needed it. The other mom might not have been in that place. It might have, you know, but she needed that. And it was his way of doing that. So if you're listening and you think, well, how am I going to connect? And I don't, you know, they do it. All of it is out there. I'm only connected because they allow it out there. They do the Uh networking. They do all of it. And so my channeling is from their networking, and they're networking all over the place with you and with your loved ones and with people who can hear and with birdies and doggies and kitties and with everything. So that happens. And it's so much fun because he's saying, yeah, you'll now, because we're talking about it consciously, you'll be feeling her more because you feel me. But you see, it is so important to me that you know. But what's really also important to me is you feel it with me. You see, you're not missing out on anything, Mom. It's just that you can't see it the same way you would on the physical plane. But I Mm -hmm. need you to know because you're knowing it fills my heart. I need to tell you things. You're my mom. Mm -hmm. So wherever you are in this process, this is ongoing. Even if you feel out there, take a deep breath. And let's do our little protection as we put out the invitation. We clothe ourselves in a robe of light composed of the love, the power, and the wisdom of divine consciousness. We wear it not only for our own protection, but also so that those who see it or come in contact with it will be drawn to divine and healed. Mix it up, make it your own, use the words that resonate, and feel what's going on for you. You see, getting that information consciously Of course, we all want that, but it's happening. It's happening unconsciously. They're hugging you so many times. Connor says, hey, mom, how many times would you just flash? Oh, my God, I have a flash of him. And then you heard, well, yeah, mom, I was hugging you at that moment. It's collaborative. And yeah, you think of me in between, and I hug you in between. But when I hug you, you react. And most kids and most people say that you are reacting if you're listening and you're thinking gee i, I don't know the brain likes to question we're taught mm-hmm. to question with our brilliant minds how does this resonate with you knowing what you know now
1: beautifully and i have to say too i especially like your prayers and the breath that you remind me of because it just it helps me to remember you know what i'm here to do and what I'm really feeling. And it, it even helps me with the grief because that's something I'm so surprised hasn't really lightened up as much as I thought it would. There are times it comes in and it's really heavy. And I think too, by listening to your podcast, I've learned to accept it and just feel it when it's there. And, and even feel it when I feel like I'm the odd man out and everybody's happy about things. You know, and somebody tells me about all their grandchildren and. I feel a little envious or jealous or whatever, and
0: oh, of course,
1: yeah, and it's just it's wonderful though, to have moments like this and think that this is what I'm here for, right. and this is what's supposed to be happening right here, and my tenderness and my sadness is okay
0: it is it is because it's real and it's happening along with, and isn't that the dichotomy of of what life is and yeah. Um, Connor just reminded me, Sita, who you also know, and some mm-hmm. of the other mothers I've talked to, um, say that when they're in a happy situation, they can only be so happy for so long, and they have to actually leave the room and just mm. be for a little bit, you know, and I don't know if that's happened for you. But I think that there's an integration. And I had another thought that Connor looked at me, and he said, you really need to say this. Sometimes, you know, I channel and everyone thinks, oh, I have access. I'm still a human here trying to figure it out. And sometimes Mm -hmm. Harry, my husband, will say, you know, you better go back and like read some of the stuff you wrote because you're forgetting. (laughs) I'm a human too. And I'm not always in that place. And I think it's really important that we remind each other and ourselves that that's okay. Mm -hmm. It it isn't like this. I I don't believe that channeling is a magic ticket that takes the grief away. Mm -mm. But let Connor say it. It's what opens the heart to not just the remembering. And Mm -hmm. the remembering can make the grief worse sometimes. But it's the acknowledgement that, Mom, I was hanging around with you before I came in body. She Mm -hmm. started to say, (laughs) he's pointing at me, that soul family, we're always some in body and some out of body. He was out of body before he came in. And Mm -hmm. you and Dad were happy. Mm -hmm. And so knowing the reality of he's out of body again But you know, he's still yours, you know, Mm -hmm. and and what kids will often say is, you are happy before I came in body, let's make it good. Is life Mm -hmm. better or worse? But of course, in some ways, it's worse. Mm -hmm. Let's make the heart knowing the better part, even as they exist at the same time. Right. And I do want to let you talk, but he wants to add that (laughs) I hear over and over again and I'm older and I've channeled for people I've channeled for people and then I channel them for their people. And I hear that when they embrace their out of body loved one, all the pain melts away and all that is was the connection that was there all along. There's the memory of the pain, but then the reality sets them in that there was no soul separation at all. Mm -hmm. But we live here. Okay, Mom, now you can talk.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because I'm thinking about all the growing nieces and nephews and great nieces and nephews. And uh, and at times I just look at little versions of Connor. And those are times when I find myself retreating from the group and kind of needing to leave the room.
0: Right. And he says that's really, really normal. You know why, Mm -hmm. Mom? Why? Part of it is grief and to just feel, but sometimes, you know what it is? I mm. think part of it, and I think it might be for a lot of people, not everyone, but I think for us, you need to leave the group because it's sad and overwhelming, all those things you would think mentally. Uh-huh. But I think you need, need to just sit with me for a little bit.
1: Oh, And wow. he says,
0: I'm with you. I'm uh-huh. with you when you do that and not to fix it and not to change it just to be with you the way we are now. And even though it hurts that it wasn't, it isn't what it was. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Sometimes you need to leave the physical vibrational reality. And you're still in body, and it has nothing to do with you going out of body, and you're safe in your body. And you know, but Mm -hmm. you need to allow your vibration to go higher in an embrace with me, mom.
1: Mm. Oh, I love that. That's that's what you need to do.
0: And you know what could also happen? Mm. After that, when you think you have to go inside, you might feel way better, but you still might get a pang of, oh, it is so different than the physical. Mm -hmm. So they do coexist, even as we're reassuring each other. So Mm -hmm. that's real and okay. And there's nothing wrong with that. And it isn't because you're trying to get away from other people's joy. But when you feel me, in the context we feel it now, mom, really feel it, we're sharing joy, even though they're sad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's important. You see, that's another way, mom, of you listening to your gut. And he's hoping that people listening, if they need to do it, it's not selfish, it's not getting away from the happy and what's, it isn't, but sometimes you need to go and just feel your own vibration and just feel your own reality. And even if it's sad looking back at what you wish you had here on the physical plane, it's an opening for us to wiggle room, wiggle room, <laughs> getting right in there. Ah, because you know what? Connor, Connor is one of those kids. If you, he was, he was one of those kids that. When he was very little, if you were like distracted or not happy, he'd run up there with a big smiley face and give you a hug, wouldn't he? <laughs> yes. You best. know, he would just want to, he's he's the one who wants to bring in that joy. And he still does. But it has to be with the acknowledgement of the reality of what hurts. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to deny what hurts. And you don't have to deny, he says, how much it hurts. But then we can grow. Like that hurt could be what's underneath, like the phoenix phoenix rising all that pain can lift us to the communication we can have and the appreciation of it and then the gratitude of the reality that we're always in cahoots mom and we always get the joke because he is hilarious and one thing that's really hard with him is that you know you would just catch his eye and you would know what that kid's thinking (laughs) <laughs> and he wouldn't have to like badmouth anyone else, somebody comes in, and you might be worried about them, you might be. And he would all he's such a do gooder, like both his parents, and, and I'm sure his sister too. If somebody needs or somebody like you might meet somebody out there, and they might be, oh, like one toe outside the margin, or maybe not asking for help. And you guys zero in and you're going to go hug that person, aren't you? Mm-hmm. He helps you with that. And he loves that. He loves that he can pull you towards, but he loves that you're open, and he's collaborating in ways just like we talked about Sarah's friend, whose mom is there at every performance he can he has the wiggle room, and now it isn't just wiggling, but when you're working, he's your sidekick mm-hmm. he's your he's there it's the sharing of this intimacy and knowing he says that makes all the other kids out there show me, show me, show me. It's like, you might feel like, oh, these other people, they have the grandkids and they have all this. Well, out here, Michaela and I are both the kids like, show us how you do it. Show us how you do it. Show us how you do it. <laughs> and, you know, it, it's funny. We're talking about talking heads. And I, of course, go to The Cure, who's coming around in a month, you know, show me how you do it. And he, he was singing that. And I, I don't think the context of the song um, is about this at all. And he's laughing because it's about other things. He wants you mm-hmm. to know that all those other things, you can have those things out of body. And there's passion and there's love. So he he made a joke, but he, he brought it up for a reason. But they are wanting us to know and wanting us to how important it is. And they continue to grow. And when they share that mm-hmm. with us, it's the stepping stones for them to continue to grow because the more you share the joy, the more contagious it is. And so you are indeed, mom, living in both realities. But what an amazing thing it is to be able to do that. And maybe, you know, we're not going to say, oh, it's part of this or that, or, you know, there are different reasons why things go the way they are. But things being the way they are mom, even with the hard part, we hold this and I can taste it. It's on the tip of my tongue. Because even if you can't hear the exact words, oh, do you get my context? Oh, yes, you do. (laughs) And you do get the words when you know they're mine. And isn't it kind of funny? And part of the reason I talk that way, the kid resonated for sure. And also you're super hip and cool now. But it's also (laughs) for you to know, how I work with you and how it's safe, because I won't do it when it's not appropriate. We're on the same mm-hmm. page. Mm-hmm. And he's pulling in Michaela. and Michaela wants you to know that she loves chatting. And she's <laughs> going to be talking to you quite a bit. But she wanted Connor. She's already talked on on this podcast about the communication with her mom. and And she wanted Shh. a chance for Connor to explain how it is with you because, for everyone, the rules are similar in that it's high vibration, but the nuances, and just like every single human, we're so different, and that smile is so different in, in his and his alone. So she says she was very well behaved and didn't yak, but, but she's looking forward to lots of conversations with you. Um, they, they have very strong feelings for each other, and he's delighted. He thinks it's so much fun. And they're both learning and doing the things they need to do with their families and on their own, but they're palling around and having a great time. So the idea of you grieving for something he didn't get to have, not only is he getting to have it, but they want to make sure that you and dad can be witness. Mm -hmm. And they are the envy of the others out there trying to help teach them how to do it. Remember that when you see the joy here, there are so many joyful things in body and out of body, and we share. And sometimes it's hard, but that's okay. It's all part of the expansion, Connor says. He says, now you can talk. And he just, <laughs> he just pretended to turn to Michaela and put a finger to his lips, but he did not hush her. She was just being... <laughs> because don't forget, they chatted a lot before, and she is so proud of him. And he, her... Oh. And you know what? They're both working, as you know, he's working with kids a lot, mm-hmm. mentoring, and both of them helping other kids understand that they can have access. And, you know, parents and loved ones, it takes time. We all come from different orientations, and some have been told it's not okay. And maybe mm-hmm. that's part of the process. But, Mom, I, this is Connor, and she's nodding in agreement, Michaela, but, Mom, I appreciate you so much. And out there, all your kids want is just, if, if you can't be happy for yourselves, obviously, because you can't see it. It is so harsh, and we're not saying it's not. Mm-hmm. But if you can make a little space for their growth and their joy and what they want to share with us, it can become a reality that becomes a reality like in your life. Mm-hmm. Deb, most in, definitely. In, in mm-hmm. the physical world that you can share with people and actually mm-hmm. chuckle here and there and be in the moment, even joyfully at times. Would you find that to be true?
1: Yes, it's funny. Yeah. yeah, we should announce it and send out announcements, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's He's laughing and he says, Well, he's
0: going to wait for the parents to meet. <laughs> And he says, and she's laughing. And she just says, Oh, please don't rush it. I don't know. I don't know. And she's looking at him and laughing. And they're both laughing because um, they're very starry eyed. You know, the little emoji with the stars in the eyes and the hearts uh-huh. in the eyes. They're doing that like a neon. But he says, you know, we're, we're taking our time and, 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 you know, nobody's going anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. They're staying out of body. You know, we wonder sometimes do people incarnate and." And, you know, and things aren't linear. Einstein always says, you know, things aren't as linear as we think. Mm-hmm. But there is some that is. And they plan on just accompanying us and being, you know, well, us, you, your family, Michaela's mm-hmm. family. And then as soul families will do, they'll wait for a lot of members to be together before deciding on the theme and what to do next. And of course, there are always people in and out at the same time. Mm-hmm. But they like the idea of having a party you know, in in 90 years, when you're finally out there, (laughs) and, um, and dancing with them, and, and celebrating, and then what to do next. So they're not Mm -hmm. going anywhere. But just to reassure people, if, if, you know, do you know that, and and we've talked about this before, if people do incarnate, they're still available soul wise. And again, we get into quantum physics and all that stuff. The thing is, Connor says they have a lot of fun with that out there, but we're in the physical world. And they want to help us feel better physically. So they wrap themselves around us and they bring us music and they bring us birdies and they flash those lights. (laughs) And Deb, there you are sharing all of this and it has become the reality. And the importance of that reality is that he knows that you're being comforted in whatever way is possible. And that's everything to him Mm -hmm. he loves you so much but you're giving it back to him and everyone can do that even when you don't know what's going on yet and they're still struggling to figure out how to communicate with us and we're still trying to sort it out it's happening take a deep breath it's happening And Connor wants you to say, what would you advise knowing what you do as a therapist, as sharing your joy? What would you like to say to people who have their beautiful person out there wrapped around them? How would you share this? How would you advise? Oh, that's a tough one. I think just, oh, he's answering for you. He says, (laughs) oh, man, he is is such a mischief maker because he says a a question like that is a booby trap. And his Mm. point is it isn't about doing, it's about being. Mm -hmm. And when you were with that kid in the office, the patient, You were being, you weren't worried about, you weren't thinking of doing and hauling off and saying those things. No, you were being. And his point is that when he asked, what would, what would you do? And if you started to answer all at once, but he knew you wouldn't, he was going to laugh and laugh and laugh and go, mom, ha ha. -ha." (laughs) But you got it. It's a tough question because Mm -hmm. doing involves the thinker, right? Right. So it's about being
1: and, and feeling and, and calming down and listening and feeling safe and not, and, and not letting the world dictate what you're doing and feeling. I know that's another thing that's really difficult at times. Yes. Um, I was at the doctor and saying that I've gained a lot of weight since Connor passed and, and the woman was going back in my chart saying, you know, well, since you've been coming here, you're, you're, you still, you've been heavy the whole time. And I said, well, that was before I came here after my son passed. And long story short, she was asking me like how, you know, how long it was. And then she's looking at me like, I could just hear the judgment. Well, it's been three and a half years. And I feel like I will be grieving for the rest of my life. I'll be joyous for the rest of my life, too, because I can connect. But there will always be a place for him. And though my heart will always be connected to the other side and this world,
0: he's wrapped around you and crying, and he just said, he believes that that's what every mom needed to hear. And he's so thanking you. And I am too good. again, i'm I'm not in in that position, and I hear you, and it is so brave and magnificent and beautiful and Connor he says he's the kid so he doesn't want to be you know mm-hmm. but but he's so proud of you and he says of the two of you of us he says mm. because he says you see the trick question is you don't have to fix anything you don't mm-hmm. have to do anything you just have to be exactly the way you need to be mom and that's mm-hmm. how you share and it teaches others to be what they need to be and when you feel that judgment understand it. It's fear. It's mm. fear. Michaela's mom, you know, they, they talk about that people that used to be so friendly to them, they would walk down the street, and they'd all, always talk to them. And then they mm-hmm. would avoid them.
1: Mm, After yeah. Michaela
0: went out of body, they're fearful, they don't know what they could be well intentioned, but they don't know what to say.
1: No, not at all. And so
0: the reality is the sharing, not the I figured it out. And this is what I need to tell you. Just be wherever you need to be, Mm -hmm. but you're wrapped in love. And the reality is the collaboration never ends, and that's because the love never ends. Mm -hmm. And now we can go to Michaela, what her mom said, and being aware of that is the reality of Mm -hmm. the connection, and it's happening whether you're knowing it or not. But what you're doing and how you advise, Deb, is the allowing and the expansion without judgment and allowing someone to be exactly where they need to be, even though the world might say they have a different agenda and that's already the collaboration, isn't it? Yes, You know, and it's, you know, it's so beautiful because these kids want to tell us so much, but Connor says, and Michaela agrees too. Sometimes, Moms need to hear moms, and and, and dads need to hear, moms. Any, anybody, you need to hear, you know, right from where it's happening, right where it's happening in real time, every moment, and that collaboration can exist. And it does exist, even while you're here on earth, and you are an example of that, and showing people that it can be done the same way. The reason he's bringing it up, it isn't that they need to get somewhere that they're not now. Right where you are now because he wants to show you something else that I didn't see earlier. They've got a whole flock of kids behind them that are in the workshops that they both do to help kids to acknowledge that their, kid, their parents might not be able to communicate yet, but they're still working on it, and that they can be comfortable in how to help allow. There's so much going on out there. But they've been collaborating with them, and it isn't that, oh, mom, you did exactly what they need, but as we're teaching parents and people how to be open and not think that they're going to lose their logic, in the same way we're showing all these kids how it's done, and that it takes time, and that this is mm-hmm. an example of it, and it's happening all around, and we're all helping each other. And the networking that's out there comes here and vice versa, and we are collaborative. And they're all cheering back there, and they didn't let me see this. You know, there's like like 100 kids back there all waving and just like, yeah, we're doing this. We're doing this. This, this was a field trip to a class where you see it done. And so it helps them know. If mom can't hear them yet and they're frustrated, it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Look up, say hi, feel it, and know. The knowing is there. Allow, allow. And Deb, thank you so much. Thank you, Connor. Thank you, Michaela. But this collaboration is so magnificent. You and Connor, and with his dad as well. I hope you join us again, and maybe dad as well. And, um, And thank you. Thank you. Because what you're doing, you emanate healing. You emanate healing beyond words. And we're all so grateful. Thank you.
1: Thank you. And
0: always remember anything else you want to say before I just keep yakking?
1: I think I think I'm good. I, I guess. Yeah. okay Connor is
0: really happy he just (laughs) pretended to like fold his arms and give like the nod like we got this you know and so (laughs) another way today to show and an example that though they've passed they are present and it matters the emotion matters the love matters and the love is for always until next time thank you for sharing this energy in space Together, we collaborate, raising the vibration for all. I'm Marilyn Kapp, author of Love is Greater Than Pain, and you can find me at MarilynKapp.com. Remember, the healing continues with those who are past yet present.